Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 13 of the Psychotic and Iconic Sports Podcast. It's another episode without Pauls. We miss him. We can't wait till he's back. Thank you, everybody who joined our live stream on Monday night. We appreciate all the love, support, and comments. We can't wait to see you guys next week. Um, and with that, we also have another announcement with the sports card shows coming up tonight, actually in Wildwood at the convention center, 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, and then tomorrow, Saturday, August 26th, we, uh, we, P&I will actually be there um, from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and also Sunday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So we hope to see you guys there. Also, there's another sports car show coming up on September 24th through the 26th at Valley Forge uh, Casino Resort. So we'll also be filming some content there, and we hope to see you guys there as well. So we're just going to get the show started, and then let's go, Mike. You ready to rock? Let's fucking go, let's go baby. baby. Let's go. It's a double division right, episode. Yeah, let's go. We're rocking Heavy pickle. Here. Double division, as <laughs> promised. We got... There he is. There he is. We miss him. There he we is. We miss him. I got way too many fucking... <laughs> <laughs> he slings heavy pickle. That's crazy. Nah, I tried to hit <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, Let's AFC go, South and NFC South, as promised. So double division episode, and we're gonna have a little card twist inserted in there mm -hmm. for all you card enthusiasts, card nerds. Like got myself. some more notes for you <laughs> from the goat of the cards and P Sports over there. Scream at me. And um, yeah, let's let's get right into it. Let's talk about it. And Phil, hit the let's fucking music. <laughs> The AFC South, baby. I almost just flung We're off rocking. my headset. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Little too into it, I guess. That fucking song hits every time, and it I get does. goosebumps. It gets the every time. Anyway, we'll start with the AFC South. Same structure as the last handful of shows. We're going to talk about division winners, possible playoff teams, fantasy notes when possible. Even if there's some card notes, we'll throw it in there. Uh, well, we do know that today. We definitely have some card stuff for you. Oh, yeah. And um, not a live stream, so we're not going to have fan questions to answer. But um, just to clarify, everybody, before we go right into it, we will be having a live stream next week on Monday. Uh, we will announce the time early. 
uh, likely on Sunday at some point. We'll announce the time, and we'll reannounce it on Monday again. That'll be our only live stream next week uh, due to some scheduling conflicts. Um, but going forward after that, we will be doing two live streams a week during football season, and it's going to be a permanent time slot, which is to be determined. So there will no be no confusion anymore about our times. We were experimenting for a reason. All right? So that's that. And now... Well said, Mike. I mean... Well said. Way to be informative. We're always trying to be informational here. <laughs> P&I is doing things here. Yeah, all right? Absolutely. P and I is everywhere. Anyway, AFC South. So we have already kind of briefed this a little bit in the past, but now it's interesting because where to start? We were thinking, all right, the Tennessee Titans might run away with this thing now because Carson Wentz is hurt, Quentin Nelson's hurt, and they might not be back for a number of weeks. Well, they're back. Oh yeah. They're back. They're sling a heavy pickle. They're like, I got a, I got a healthy foot. Both of them say that. So, yeah, they're practicing. They're, they're both practicing yeah. this week. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. It's crazy. They're back. The Quick Eagles turnaround. The Eagles' first round pick is still looking like it's a possibility. Major. That's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, but I, I genuinely want to see Carson Wentz succeed. Um, I think the Colts are a sleeper team this year, so we're gonna go right into the Colts first. Uh, we'll talk about who we think is going to win the division at the end of the segment. Uh, but, yeah, the Colts, storylines. So we just talked about the injuries. That was huge, big deal. New offensive and defensive coordinators, all right? They lose Nick Sirianni to the Eagles. They lose, um, what's his name, Jonathan Gannon to the Eagles as well. He went with them. So that's a big deal, okay? Can the defense be as good as last year? That's another storyline mm -hmm. because they're a bunch of – no-name guys. Not a lot of people know all these players, but they're they're a very consistent group, and they really broke out in a big way last year. They only lost a couple pieces. So it's they an interesting team overall. Really honestly. interesting. So, I mean, now that we know that those guys aren't going to be missing time, man, we, we should probably just brief the players real quick. Carson yeah. Wentz. Carson Wentz. My God, does news follow him these days. Philly's still, like, chirping him uh, constantly, 24-7 on Twitter. Even even when he was hurt, it's like, oh, I don't understand. There's just a crazy obsession. This guy was the Messiah just three years ago, two years ago even. Mm -hmm. And he's now, like, one of the most polarizing NFL figures. What do you think Carson's going to do this year? I'll be honest, man. I, I think he's going to have a good year if he can stay healthy. Like, he's a dark horse to stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm you just, said that before yeah, i've said it before and I'll, I'll say it again he's a dark horse to stay healthy but if he could stay healthy the colts are a legit super bowl threat they Thank have you. the roster they got the wide receivers they have the running game the offensive line the defense i think they're stacked i think michael Pittman jr is going to be a sleeper fantasy option i think he's a sleeper card option as well i mentioned that on previous episodes um I just like how they're built, man. You know, I, I know they, they have a new offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, but the talent's still there. That you know? team drafts so, so well, and they've just been right. so uh, properly constructed by mm -hmm. Chris Ballard, one of the best GMs in the league. I just he's, want to throw that out there. He's awesome. He knows how to work the salary cap to make the team uh, much better than what they were. You know, so I'm high on them. I'm surprised uh, 
you know, they didn't go for Zach Ertz. I thought that he would be like a oh, kind of a pairing man, for Wentz. You know, it's like weird. But they have don't rule it out. I, I yeah, I know. I I get it, but they have like three pretty decent tight ends because like I think Jack Doyle's pretty decent. Mo Alley Cox, you know, had a great year last Balls. year. Yeah. But for real, that's his name. Yeah, that is his he's name. a big ass dude. <laughs> Trey Burton. Um, so they have actually really good weapons, you know. And then last year, Philip Rivers took him to the playoffs. Eleven and five, too. And I, I, I would think team. I would think at this point in you know uh, Wentz's career, he's an upgrade for Rivers. You know, at that yeah. obviously, you know what I mean. Like as long as he don't play like last year. Yeah. And you know I'm a Carson Wentz enthusiast. Yeah. I I, I, I still don't like that trade for the Eagles, but uh, here not, we are. I'm not a Wentz fan, but he's got talent. But the only reason I'm not a fan is because I just think he's injury prone. And it's just health for me. But if he can stay healthy, look out for this team. I see them, uh, you know, really doing some big things and possibly, you know, knocking out one of the, the top tier teams in the playoffs. So we'll see. I just – tell the audience this when Carson got traded to the team because I'm going to take a betting angle here the odds of him being an MVP and the Colts winning the Super Bowl slash making the Super Bowl the odds were just you could not ignore it so I took all three of them a little small wager doesn't mean I I totally believe it but I do believe Carson's a dark horse MVP when he's with Frank Reich magic happens he's got everything around him he's got the best offensive line in football um he's got Jonathan Taylor running the football, who looks like he's going to have a massive year. Top 10 fantasy option. Oh, yeah. And we're, Ed, listen, audience, we're going to be covering top 10 running backs and top 10 receivers next week. So he will surely be on my list. I will promise you that. Um, I'm not going to tell you how, how high or else it's going to spoil But again, surprise. it also comes down to the health of Wentz, too, because if like Wentz is not healthy, I don't know if I have Jonathan Taylor in my top 10, but we'll see. Well, if Wentz isn't healthy this time around, because at least he had time to recover for this. Uh, you know, he, he got back before regular season. If this happened during the regular season, I will bet you the house that, again, I'm going to I'm going to throw this bet. Of course, Paul's isn't here. <laughs> um, and he didn't take my bet the first time. He would have won. Yeah. Poor guy. I said that I guarantee you the Colts had a backup, and they never did. This time I will guarantee you that Phillip Rivers will either come in via free agency or Nick Foles will be traded there if he is still available. I will guarantee it if Carson gets hurt during the season. Yeah. There is no wiggle room. I wish Paul was here because, like, he loves Carson Wentz. And he loves to, he loves giving us dinner, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I lost a bet, too, though. But. Yeah, I never bet once with him yet, but I gave, I gave him the opportunity. Yeah. It's all about the opportunity, right? <laughs> That's right. Uh, but the Colts, they still have – so they have Jonathan Taylor. They have Naheem Hines, one of the best weapons out of the backfield, catching the ball. They brought back Marlon Mack, who is a great change of pace in this scenario because, I mean, he his career was on the upswing before that uh, injury last year. T.Y. Hilton finally reacclimated himself in the offense later in the year. I think that Phillip Rivers, honestly, just had trouble throwing to a smaller receiver. No, I think it just That had, was one of the things he mentioned, too. I think he just had trouble throwing it deep. That you know too. what I mean? Like, and now that he has Carson, like, they had a much better arm. Like, I think T.Y. Hilton's going to be uh, another sleeper, too, as well. T.Y. came up clutch in the fantasy playoffs for people yeah. that did have him. Um, you got Michael Pittman, who we all love here, and we mentioned him as a sleeper. He mentioned him as a buy on the card market. Absolutely. Uh, quick flip, flip, flip. Uh, Paris Candle 
Can Candle. Campbell, Paris Campbell, mm -hmm. Speed Demon. He was supposed to be a breakout guy last year. He missed the entire season. He's coming back. Yeah. Another outside weapon, more speed. Zach Pascal. He gets also open. proved to be yeah, he just a nice option. Open. Yeah. Okay. And then you get the tight ends. I mean, I mean, look, guys. They're loaded. I'm gonna say this. And the defensive side of the ball, we kind of briefed on it the last show. They still got DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard, as far as I'm concerned. Look out. Oh, yeah. Look out. They're stacked. They just got a bunch of no names and no one knows. So, um, Carson, I mentioned this on our quarterback special. I think Carson also has dark horse appeal to finish in the top 10 fantasy points. And he's not going to cost you shit. You might not even have to draft him. So, I like that. I mean, I like that because it's a it's a it's a value pick. It's all yeah. about value in fantasy. If this guy has even half his MVP potential and is playing on that team, he's going to be fantasy relevant. Oh no, I, I agree guarantee with that. it. Yeah, so he could be an, he could be a nice streaming option. Absolutely. I know Powell's likes him as a dark horse MVP. I do too. That's I a sour too. talking for him. You know what I mean? But I ain't sour like him. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it out there. This is this is thoroughly researched. I think he's going to be a dark horse MVP candidate as long as he stays healthy. Biggest key. and Oh, you want sour too, fam. Well, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Um, but, man, I just, I just love the surrounding pieces for him. Yeah, no, I do too, man. They're loaded on I, all fronts. I, so. think, I mean, he couldn't be more motivated. I just think that he's going to be lights out this year. I really do. Yeah. And Jonathan Taylor, I just want to say one thing. Top five upside. I mean, he led the NFL in rushing yards the last four weeks of the season last year when they finally cut him loose. And also, like, I want to point out one thing to the people that forget how this went down. He was kind of like, everyone was, the, the expectations were off the chart for him last year. And he might have gotten overdrafted as a rookie. People love taking flyers on rookies, Okay. He did not adjust well initially to the NFL. When he figured it out and they finally made him the bell cow back, he was amazing. Like I said, led the league in rushing the last four weeks of the season, and he flashed everything that you wanted to see. This is a guy who literally could be a top five fantasy running back in PPR. Just throwing that out there. I cringed a bit when you said um, people like to take a flyer on – you know, rookie uh, running backs coming out. I just thought of Royce Freeman, man. Oh, man. <laughs> he fucked me so but hard. Like, pause, fam. Pause, pause, pause. Yeah, it was. But no, you on some hit, real you shit. You can hit that again, Phil. Yeah. That was a major fucking. Bro, he crushed my whole season, man. It was bad. Like, I, like, I fell flat. You just had PTSD. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I mean, when you said that, I was like, fuck it. Royce Freeman came immediately to my mind. But honestly, like, those higher end running backs that. Uh, get drafted in the NFL tend to perform adequately as rookies in fantasy. So I don't blame people for doing it. I thought maybe he might have been the best running back in that class. They had a lot of good running backs in that class, but um, he showed us that he could do it now and he could be the lead guy. And he's going to have help around him. I mean, he doesn't have to be perfect. Literally, they got they got Naeem Hines too, and Marlon Mack's going to be sprinkled in. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Um, to me... I don't mind the ADP there, average draft position. I don't mind that he might be going a little high. I, I would imagine it's going to be in the seven range, just best guess. And he might go higher for some people. But he also might go lower for the same reasons. It's just because people have PTSD from the he's, first half of the he's season. He's seven? 
I'm going to imagine. Right now? I think rankings-wise, that's right where he was. I think that's kind of high. <sighs> well, I'll save that for our running back rankings. Yeah. But no, I, mean, I think he's got the upside to do it. So, receiving-wise, though, we, t- we just talked about it. Michael Pittman could be like one of those uh, guys that ascends into a wide receiver, two if he hits his ceiling. And T.Y., I'm not going to go out and say top 25 option or anything, but when T.Y. was T.Y. over his career, that's what he was. Yeah. So keep an eye on it is what I'm saying. Yeah, he'll be a nice flex option. Because like prior to he's this draftable. year, he was always drafted too early, in my opinion. And I always knock people on that. He always got drafted too high. Mm-hmm. Now I think they have a realistic price tag on him. Now he's investable for me. Oh, yeah, I, I think so, too. Just so, a quarterback alone, you know, makes me excited about his uh, fantasy potential. And Hines, Hines as well, actually should have fantasy value. He did last year. He was, uh, I forget the ranking, but he was uh, he was definitely a top 25 back. Oh, my God, nine Hines. Dude, he I had was a playing, massive year. I played against him one week, and he had, like, fucking 30 points or something. He was on fire. I was playing against uh, Seamus, so shout out to Seamus. And, bro, this guy was doing it all <laughs> that week. He's and good. he picked him up literally the day of the game. Oh, and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I'm about to get smoked by Naeem Hines. That's the worst feeling, especially when they stalled him. I mean, it was a great pickup. So, shout out to my guy, Seamus, once again. But, I mean, damn, he fucking almost, like, ruined me. So, here, actually, real quick before we move on, Jonathan Taylor is ranked seventh on ESPN. Wow. There you go. I'm surprised, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how we rank our running backs. Mm -hmm. But... Let's move on. Um, yeah, let's move on. Hold on one sec. Let me make sure. Oh, you know what? I got your card slammed for you. I almost forgot. Nick, better long-term investment. While we're on the subject of Carson Wentz. Okay. Better long-term investment. Carson Wentz or Sam Donald? Hit me with it. Everyone take out your notepads, all right? Nick, you may continue now. It's got to be Carson Wentz, right? I mean, like I said, the Colts are a Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, right now... Carson Wentz prices like a 2016 uh, Panini Prism. Carson Wentz rookie is going for 435, um, and I like Sam Darnold's actually really expensive. You know, uh, Sam Darnold Silver Prism 2018 PSA 10s going for 840. Like for me, like I can get two Wentz's for that price. But if you think he's an MVP dark horse candidate, mm-hmm. I think I think that's a I think he's a buy, immediately a buy. You know, if the Colts go like five and zero to start the season, his price is it's going to be like a thousand dollars to for for Wentz. I, I I firmly believe that. I mean, realistically thinking, let's just look at it from like just a normal perspective. Take away the cards for a second. All right. I don't think you will ever be able to buy Carson Wentz this low because it doesn't get any lower than last year. Yeah. It don't. And he doesn't have many believers anymore. He's a buy. He, no, and this I, is also, I blame national narrative for this. Mm-hmm. I mean, they took this story and ran with it. They were looking for chaos, and they pinned it on him. But guess what? They this forget is the how talented this guy is. This is a perfect opportunity Massive. to invest in somebody like that. If Massive. you actually believe in him and he could stay healthy, he's going to go up in price. I'm guaranteeing it right now. Double. I'm right there with you. I literally want to buy a bunch of his cards. I know. Me too. So, I just I just worry about that, but you know what? Like sometimes I'll protect my investment. So if I'm if I did buy Wentz, I might buy, you know, a uh, a few raw Eason cards. 
just to have, you know, to protect that investment. Because if Carson Wentz gets hurt, Jacob Eason is going to go up in price if he's if he's playing. So like that, that there's point. an opportunity there, you know, to protect yourself. Um, if you spend too much on Carson and you believe in him too much, you can always buy Jacob Eason pretty cheap. So I think that's a good, you know, backup option as well. So there you go, audience. Um, Carson Wentz, invest. Sam yeah. Darnold, no. Right. No, I'm, I'm not even yeah, I'm investable for you. I mean, I sold all my Sam Darnolds in the offseason when he got traded to the Panthers. So I thought that was a perfect opportunity. Yeah, you nailed it. See, yeah. you bought him low last year when everyone should have been doing the same and you sold high. Well, yeah, he was, you made a lot of money. He was that. on the Jets for like, right. And then they were like fucking dog shit. They couldn't even win a game. So his prices Toxic were going situation. for like 70, 80 bucks. And then like in the off season, when he went to the Panthers, I was selling his card for about 310 to 350 range. So I literally made about 5X as my investment. This is what people got to do. They got to look for opportunities yeah. and, and find the opportunities, create them for yourself even. Because he's you got talent, to. man. He's got he talent. And that's the thing. Like the buzz would have been, I, I, bought, I bought him based on off season buzz. And then I flipped it. You know what I mean? So like, that's how you do it. You got to be smart with like, all right, what's the next move for a certain player that's very talented, but if he gets traded, he could have a lot of buzz around him. And that's who I found with Sam Darnold last off season. So, and we're going to talk about, out. we're going to talk about the Panthers later in this show. Yeah. We could talk about it a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, we're going to move on to the Tennessee Titans who, like I said earlier, it was looking like they were going to run away with the division with Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson out. Um, but still, I mean, they, they've had a hell of an offseason. They make the unexpected trade for Julio Jones, which, I mean, it was just a wow move. It's a wow move. It's a move that you make as a contender. And now suddenly look at that receiver room. Look at their skill position, you know? Mm -hmm. um, the other storyline, I mean, will Derrick Henry return to 2K yards? We'll see. Did the defense upgrade enough? That's always been a question mark with this team. Yeah. Um. New offensive coordinator, offensive line might be a concern. Uh, half the line might be a concern, right side specifically. But new offensive coordinator, so because Arthur Smith got that job with the Falcons. Um, so, I mean, let's break it down a little bit. Let's talk about first. Do you think that Derrick Henry will repeat his season last year? Two thousand yards is a lot, but however, I will say this. The addition of Julio Jones is going to open up the field for him even more. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm a you buy on your it. ass. I'm a buy on it. Yeah. 2K. I, I am because you got to understand, too, there's another game this year as well. You're playing. Oh, that's true. You're playing 17 games versus 16. So even I think I, his opportunity there is definitely going to be. Um, I, I think he's going to do it. Yes. 2,000 yards. Yes. 100%. Even I tend to forget that there's a 17th game. I'm just so hardwired to believe mm -hmm. that there's 16 fucking games. I know. <laughs> so when you put it that way, it's almost like he really kind of should. But, I mean, he's had these heroic runs at the end of seasons, late season, where he's getting 200 yards a game, and he just can't be stopped. I was originally thinking under. It's going to be close. So I'm going to still stick with under. Okay. Just because... I think that they're going to want to hope that they can reduce a little bit of his touches so that he doesn't wear down. Not that that's been an issue for him, but I mean, it's important to note when you're getting 378 carries in a season, you, you definitely would like to trim that down by like 50 for real. Well, I mean, here's another thing, dude. Like you got to think about it like this. He thrives late in the year, right? 
But who the hell wants to tackle Derrick Henry 15 Nobody. weeks into the football season? Dude, like, I, yo, he's a fucking freight train coming so at you. You know how I would approach this? Given that I think with the Julio edition, and you and I both say this, I think they're going to be a lot more efficient running the ball earlier in the season. I would try to reduce his workload a little bit earlier on, and then, boom, second half, going into playoffs, fuck, I'm cutting him loose. So that's when he happy. thrives anyway. Go that's, past happy in the beginning, and yeah, then I mean, kind of like switch it up. Not even necessarily that. Just like have have some more balance. Don't be yeah. so run heavy because the, the Titans were like thirtieth in passing um, attempts, I believe. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. I might have just misworded that, but you get my point. They are not a pass first offense. That's pretty obvious. They love to run the football, and they should. Yeah. Um, no, I like I like the I like the Titans uh, team in general. I think Tannehill's been improving almost every year. He's, he's very so he's very efficient. Uh, doesn't doesn't make many mistakes. Uh, but the addition of Julio and you have AJ Brown. I like Anthony Ferkser. Weirdly yeah, enough, do. I think he's ranked about 17th tight end this year in fantasy. He could be a sleeper option. By the way, I don't think he's starting right now, but he's going to play plenty for anyone that is he's like a wondering. Guy, like he's sneaky. Like when I watched him uh, in the past two seasons, he finds a way to get open. Yeah, when he's in there. They're looking to use him as a pass catcher. Yeah. So right now, if he doesn't start, I just want to say this to the people who were maybe uh, a little cautious. Wait, you think I that Swaim's going to start? Yeah, right now he's first on the depth chart. That's a big mistake. But that will – that I mean, yeah, I agree. But um, I think they will be used equally, and Ferkser will be the receiving guy. So, you know, Swain might be in there because they well, really do preach the run game. Yeah. And that's just kind of how it is. They will probably be used equally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I like. Berkshire. I actually I like Berkshire. Josh Reynolds too. He actually did, played really well with the Rams. Like, he did whenever he got a chance to play. I mean, he played phenomenal. They got room for a third receiver, mm-hmm. and he's going to have no attention on him. Literally, I mean, AJ Brown and Julio Jones, and we're we're touching on receiver rankings, but I know that we already said to people that we're buying Julio as a top ten receiver. No doubt about it. And guess what? Every publication I've seen does not have him anywhere near top 10. So we're saying something that most people don't agree with. But we're saying both of them are going to be top 10. I mean, that might be sort of a bold prediction that in itself. That is a full prediction. Because most people have A.J. Brown there. But people are a little concerned right now because Julio has not been practicing. I think they're just like they're preserving his health. Yeah, probably. He has no reason to be practicing right now. No. Um, A.J. Brown, though, is a little nicked up. And he was hurt last year. He missed a couple games. I'm not worried about either of them. I'm not worried about Derrick Henry's durability either. Like, I know the touches have been crazy high. I think this offense is going to be crazy. Like, yeah, they're, they're going to be well go, They're going to go apeshit. Yeah. For real. They're going to be hard to stop. They are. And, and they Tannehill are. has yeah. really taken his game to another level. I thought he was cooked. Turns out it was oh, just bad, bad scheme fit. I mean, I always thought he was a gamer. But, like, he's, he's turning out to be one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league. I mean, he, he's not been much of a risk taker, but he can make all throws. Yeah, he's in my top he 10. He doesn't turn the ball over much. As well. yeah. and we all had him in top 10, mm-hmm. and, and that's not something that's common either. No. I'm seeing him more around like the 12, 13 range, everything I read. I just think he's got a lot of weapons, man. I don't know how yeah. he's not a top 10 in fantasy and he option. He was, what, seventh Honestly. last year? He was seventh in fantasy points last year. Yeah. And he was ultra consistent. So we're pounding at the table a little bit here. We're saying buy the Titans offense. The defense, though. And Mike says this in his notes. I forgot to say Mike's pick uh, with the Colts. Um, but we'll get back to that. Mike, Mike is a believer in Carson Wentz. We've already said this. Oh, yeah, I already knew that. So, um, but 
Mike thinks that the Colts are going to be a playoff team. Mm -hmm. But anyway, Mike says that the, the defense can be had. You know how he says that. The Titans' defense, they can be had. <laughs> right? So that's what that's what Mike said, and I agree with him. Yeah. Because that's been that's been the issue. This is, a, this is a team that's coached by a defensive mastermind, if you want to call it, Mike Vrabel. Yeah. And this defense has been garbage. What the hell is going on here? Yeah, no, it has. And I, I totally agree with that statement. Uh, I think what really helps the Titans is the, their ability to control the clock because they have one of the best running backs in the game. They're going to need it. Exactly. That's that's their recipe. It, that's, that, that's Time it. of possession. That's, um, that's going to be their success. The ability to score. Other than that, like this is a team that traditionally, traditionally has relied on defense, and they've been very weak there, and I don't think they did nearly enough. They lost. Well, they drafted uh, Farley. Yeah, but look at the risk that comes along with him. And I know. They're, and they're hoping that, I mean, look, Malcolm Butler was a bust, but, like, Dory Jackson is a good corner. They let him walk. Yeah, I know. Like, that was, that they're was clearing out the whole room, and then yeah. you're expecting an injury-prone uh, guy coming off a of back surgery to step in and be your number one corner, who I like a lot. I like him mm -hmm. a lot talent-wise, but that's a big ask. Yeah. And you don't know if he's going to start week one. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, sure. it's definitely their defense is a concern. But like I said, you know, their ability to run the football, I think that kind of saves them in a it, way, you know. So we, we think that they're a playoff team, right? Do we think that? I, I definitely do. I mean, I, I don't do see too. how they're not. I mean, we'll talk about division know? winners yeah. shortly, but, like, I'm thinking that they got to be a playoff team. Yeah, no, I, and I, 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 I do think so. I am pretty sure Mike said the same. Hold on one sec. Let me check his notes. Yeah, Mike thinks the same. All right. But we'll talk about the division winner. He took a night off of sour. Good for him. God bless. So that's the Titans for you. We got to move on. Uh, actually, here we go again. I got some more cards for you. Let's go, baby. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah. something for you. That's and this is one. we're 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 uh, we're talking about Derrick Henry here. Let me just say it. All right. Let me just say it. Better buy before the season, Derrick Henry. Or Christian McCaffrey, who we'll be talking about later in the show, but better buy before the season. CMC or Derrick Henry? Tell me, Nick. I need to know this. Man, let's this talk is, about it. This let's is talk tough. about this it. This is tough, right? Because I think cards are predicated on team team success as well, right? Yeah. And what's intriguing about Christian McCaffrey? He's pretty much going number one in all the drain, uh, fantasy options so uh, far. drafts. Maybe Pretty not, much the undisputed number one. Maybe not in non-PPR, but PPR, he seems to be going number one. Yeah, like, if it anything. It really depends. Like, there's some people that are a little nervous about him after last year, which I don't know how you could be. We'll talk about that later, but go ahead. Continue your point. Yeah, um, so CMC's 2017 Panini Prism uh, Silver is going for 320 a PSA 10, right? Okay. And Derrick Henry's 2016 Panini Prism Silver Prism is going for uh, $590. Wow. So, okay. So, a better buy. Like, what does Derrick Henry got to do for his price to increase? Like, he already rushed for 2,000 yards, right? Oh. Um, and I think CMC people are skeptical of investing in him because of his injury last year. So a better buy before the season, I would probably go McCaffrey. I think there's wiggle room because if Derrick Henry's the bar at 590 
and McCaffrey has another crazy season where he's catching 90 passes or whatever, rushing for 1,600 yards. Could be 2,000 total yards overall. Right, right. and 20-plus touchdowns, maybe. And he's flashy. So, like, I, I would go CMC. I would. I, I would. Kinda, I kind of feel the same way, Nick, because you know what? Like, I mean, the talent's off the charts for both of them. Yeah. They both could shatter records. That's how good they are. Mm-hmm. But and Derrick Henry's like a one-trick pony. Like he just rushes. Like he doesn't yeah. really catch the ball. Like he's a beast. Don't get me wrong. Whole fucking stiff arm, grown men <laughs> to the ground, and that's fucking awesome. And like King Henry. Yeah, Look exactly. But, uh, but as but if if Henry's at five ninety and McCaffrey's at three twenty, like I see like growth there for McCaffrey. Right. I'm, so, I'm right there with you. I would probably buy him too. Because so I would go McCaffrey on that. It's one all about sure. the value. Yeah, absolutely. and he's cheaper. If all things, all, if all other things are equal. And he's cheaper. Yeah. Give me CMC. And he's had a great career up to his injury. So, like, I, I don't see him slowing down. I think he's going to come back stronger. I think he's going to play really well. And I think it's going to go up, in, you know, during the season. And this, so he's a buy. this scheme that he's in, well, you know what? I'll save this for later. I don't want to say it. I'll save it for when we talk about them mm-hmm. in the next, uh, you know, 15-ish minutes. So, let's move on, though. Let's move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars, Okay. I'm not really sure. Like, like I still think they're ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a good way to start Back. when you're talking about a team. I still think they're ass, but... Just cut, cut straight there, to it. Yeah, bro. there's always a but here, okay? I don't know what to think of Trevor Lawrence right now. So, there's a lot of expectations here, obviously. Number one overall pick, and he's been, uh, he's been getting crowned for his entire college career. Let's just state the facts. Call a spade a spade, right? Yeah. He's the second coming. He's the best prospect since Andrew Luck. I've heard it all. Okay? So, we don't know if he's starting right away. We assume yes. That's one storyline. There's a new coaching staff on both sides of the ball. Urban Meyer's first time in the NFL. Can he coach at the NFL level? So, that's like, those are the obvious two biggest storylines. And obviously, I mean, if you want to go a fantasy direction here, the running back room got crowded too. They go out of nowhere and they they spend a first rounder on Travis Etienne, when James Robinson was a pretty good back last year. He might have been a top ten option for me if, if they didn't draft that kid. He might have been. I mean, yeah. the volume was there. He literally okay. Let me tell you guys a story real quick. I'm always on top of my news and stuff. I was plugged in with this team, and I picked up James Robinson post-draft in all four of my leagues and he literally saved me in one because i had saquon in one i lost him i got a top five back out of james robinson oh yeah absolutely he cooked last year like this is why you have to you have to always be looking for value before the draft during the draft after the draft especially the draft is just literally a quarter of the battle you always have to supplement your roster in every way shape and form during the season that's the biggest battle i feel like yeah the draft is just part of the battle I mean, look at that. Look at what worked for me right there. James Robinson was a top five back last year, I believe. Um, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Jaguars are not going to be good this year, but I like their future. Yeah. Um, You know, if Trevor Lawrence is what is as advertised, they have a young group with DJ Chark. Uh, Lavisca Chenault, which I'm high on this year. I think he's a. I think he's a great fantasy option, honestly. Uh, Marvin Jones, they have Travis Etienne, and they have James Robinson. Like they have a young nucleus. The problem is, I think their weak point is tight end. Yeah, I mean they're they're going to be starting Chris Manhurts. Who? <laughs> yeah, Chris Manhurts. 
That's my point. You know what I mean? Uh, like, no, James O'Shaughnessy is, is in the background, yeah. but Manhurts might be okay. He's just probably not meant to start in this league. No. He drinks this drink, though. No. <laughs> he's one of, he's one of Promote the, he's it, Mike. The there team. you go. Hashtag LTNC. You guys <laughs> see this can on the show. Look. Manny Pacquiao, okay? <laughs> he's the face of LTNC. Little, little investment tip right there, right? It's just funny. Like, they and see then, me with this can all the time. So and I, then I Tebow mean, got cut, you know, like last week. So... I don't yeah. know. Their tight ends to me are just very poor. Um, Tim Tebow had the best opportunity in NFL because that room is weak. It's garbage. And he still didn't make the team. It's poop. Yeah, like straight Baby up poop. poop. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. They might have the worst tight ends in the league. You know, um, but overall, I just don't. They're going to have a bad year. Yeah, again. they're going to. I mean, the, the biggest takeaway for them would be is if Trevor Lawrence can play a lick, which I'm sure he can. But I am not so sure my expectations match what you're hearing everywhere else. I'm, I'm not sold on Trevor Lawrence's NFL prospects. I think he'll be good, but I'm not ready to say, oh, he's going to be the next elite quarterback. I'm not so sure he's the best QB in this class. I haven't liked Wow. I, I have not. Really? Love. Hit the alarm, Phil. That is actually like a trendy take, too. Wow. I mean, I'm not speaking out of my ass. You know I know my shit. I, I, I watched not, the dude. film, brother. No, Everybody absolutely, knows that. bro. When I say that, you should hit the fucking alarm. <laughs> yeah, Because if you were thinking of drafting him, when you hear me say that, it should it should hold a little bit of weight. I'm absolutely, just saying. Yeah. I, I, am, I am not sold. And I don't... Like, listen, you better get an offensive line in Are there. Are you talking about long-term? Long, or just long like term, this year it's in too general. early to say. Yeah. This year, of course, it's like... If you see anything from him at all, like he he looked pretty decent in preseason. I know that I don't I, listen. I'm not Mr. Preseason here, but he has looked pretty decent. Yeah, he should. He's got skill position talent. He has the arm. The offensive line until they upgrade that. I mean, they got Cam Robinson on the le at left tackle. They let him go, thank God. But um, they need to upgrade that offensive line stat like that. That to me. I thought would be their biggest priority in this draft. Yeah. And they go and spend a first rounder on ETN, which listen, I love a playmaker. Um, but a first round running back is reserved for teams that are literally ready to win it all. In my opinion, because you can get them all throughout the draft. Like that is not a wise investment for a rebuilding team that has so many holes and their defense is still not recovered. Um, so, I mean, the defense is ass. Let's just call it what it is. Let's call it spade a spade. I don't even want to talk. Cheese. I don't even want to talk about them. Cheese, baby. I don't even want to talk about them. They can't All I'm going to say about that bro. defense is, is you're going to be targeting them every single week in fantasy. You're going to be like, oh, they're playing the Jags. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Let's go, baby. <laughs> start, start them all. Start everybody. All right? I think That's the all old, you need to I, know about that defense. I think the best fantasy option on that team would probably be LaVisca Chanel. I like his upside. upside. Yes, absolutely. Tark had a great year. Uh, Marvin well, Jones might ago. have some two value. Yeah, oh yeah, two years ago. Sorry, but last year, yeah, down year for him. Yeah, down year, but he's got potential. And yeah, I mean, um, less attention because Marvin Jones has been a very consistent player. Yeah. So we shouldn't we shouldn't just write that off. They got pieces there. I just I just don't know how you're going to keep Trevor Lawrence upright enough. Yeah, nah, they're they're like floating with the Texans. I mean, like, at least they have more talent than the Texans. <sighs> So we'll, let's, 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 them? let's translate to them. You know yeah, I mean, I, mean like, and, and I guess we should say one note here. Like, the running back room, listen, ETN can play. So oh, yeah. 
you don't draft a guy that high if he's not going to play. Like, listen, PPR know, option, definitely. I know they're saying Robinson might start. I got news for you guys. This is a first-round running back who was a playmaker his entire career at Clemson, and he's going to play. So he might not be, like, right at the gates, top option. This could be like a Jonathan Taylor situation where when he figures his shit out, he's going to be an upper echelon fantasy option. I'm not saying I believe that, but, like... You should keep an eye on that situation as it unravels. And yeah, he will no. have some value, like you just said, because he catches passes. Exactly. And so, I think Urban Meyer is going to actually put James Robinson in the backfield. And I think he's going to have Travis Etienne in, in, as a wide receiver. Yeah, he's definitely going to run some two, routes. Two, two running back sets. You have uh, Chenault because of the, you know, the lack of tight ends. He'll be in the slot. The tight ends are too. Garbage, I'll bet man. you that. So like I I don't know I I think they're definitely going to be on the on the field at the same time. But I am I am for the people that asked this question came up on a show, I am out on Trevor Lawrence as a fantasy asset this year. Uh, I agree. Like I'm out right now at least. It's a wait and see for me. Mm -hmm. And even so, I'm not ready to buy in on that. And uh, keep an eye on Gardner Minshew because there might be a team out there that needs to trade for him. Uh, if there's a quarterback injury, like he's a guy who once was seen as a, a possible intriguing prospect. I don't think that the yeah. market's down on him just yet. Um, obviously, the Jags had a ton of issues, so yeah. just keep an eye on it. Let's move right? on from that garbage team. Yeah, we're done. That We took a little more time on that than I thought. Actually. Oh, shit. We're going from trash to more trash. This Jesus. is the epitome of a garbage can. Yeah. The Houston Texans... We've spent, we've talked lengths about Deshaun Watson. That is the obvious headline with this team, his scandal and whatnot. And we're not going to talk about uh, too much of that other than we have no idea how it's going to play out. It's unlikely he's playing this year. So that team loses all relevance right there. Um, he masks a lot of their weaknesses. There is a QB battle going on right now. Uh, Tyrod Taylor versus Davis Mills. It's likely going to be Taylor to start the year, but... I'm sure they're going to want to sneak peek at what Davis Mills can do. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing. The other thing is, I mean, well, first of all, I'm happy they hired David Coley as the head coach. It's a shame he's walking into a dumpster fire. Cause it's that, literally that a dumpster guy, fire. I mean, you remember him from the Eagles. I think yeah. you met him. Yeah, I, mean, I met him. He was there when you were there. Mm -hmm. One of the best guys you'll meet in the NFL. He is very knowledgeable, and all of the players love him. I actually think he can have success as a head coach. I just don't know if this was the right opportunity. And it, honestly, for him, as a guy who's been around the league for so long, this might have been his only opportunity. So he took it, rightfully so. And if they rebuild after a Watson trade or whatever, he's got the reins. So I'm happy for him. You know, give him a, give him a, give him a clap for him, all right? <laughs> David Coley, he's the man. He's one of the nicest people ever. Yeah, he okay? is. Loved him. My Coach overall, Coley. my overall prediction with this team, they're probably not going to win more than four games. Um, they have a great plethora of running backs, but they're old and they're kind of washed. I would say at this point in the career, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, and Rex Burkhead. Uh, they're good backs, but they were good. Probably, I would say what 2017. They would have a fucking monster I mean, season. Honestly, like this, this was but a room where they just kept adding people and adding people. Where I was like, doesn't okay, make sense. First, they signed Mark Ingram. I'm like, oh, that's actually a nice fit because I think he's got a year or two left in yeah. him, and he could be a workhorse. Oh, but then they bring in. Um, I think the next move was Rex Burkhead, which, I mean, not too much of a big deal, but he'll play. 
Um, he has some spurts where he's like pretty good. You know David what I mean? Johnson like, towards the end of the year really heated up. I mean, obviously that trade was a disgrace with the oh Cardinals. God. And Jesus, I mean, Bill O'Brien. Thank God he's out. Like that's embarrassing. You should that's, be embarrassed. That's exactly why he's out. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, don't forget the Tunzel trade. Oh but, my God. Um, you know, then Philip Lindsay gets brought into the picture. Who I'm surprised he he the Broncos didn't bring him back. I mean, he's definitely a good player. He's a guy who's meant to be in a committee. Yeah, he's young, too. But it's just a crowded room now. Mm -hmm. So it's just like now I don't want to invest in this running back room for fantasy. I don't want to invest in him at all. There's four guys who legitimately have fantasy value. I'm yeah. out. I'm out. I'll be honest. I, I don't have any value in the Texans. I, I, I don't want anybody on the Texans. Yeah, I, mean, they, I don't they want the running backs. I don't want Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Kiki uh, Cutie? No, Jordan I don't Akins? want him. He could play Jordan Akins. When he has a quarterback, he actually is pretty decent. Uh, I don't mind him. No, I don't mind like, him. Do I think he's a top 10 fantasy play? No, but he's a nice streaming option if your top t uh, tight end is out for a week. Um, but I, I don't see th this team winning more than four games. That's they're going to the win line. the number one pick of the draft. They, that's what they're winning. Probably. And that's probably what they're hoping. So they can trade to Sean, get the number one pick, get their quarterback for the future, yeah. and rebuild. And, they'll have, and then hopefully at least Davis Mills is good enough to be a backup. That's the best case scenario. And then uh, you will have multiple first-round picks to build around. Yeah, so I agree. It's not even worth like going into them. They are just not fantasy relevant. I want nothing to do with them. Maybe in a pinch in a streaming situation because uh, Terod Taylor can run a little bit. Uh, but like, jeez. Uh, like Brandon Cooks as a number one receiver is unacceptable. <laughs> He's a, a great number two receiver at this point. Probably can still play a little bit, but you can't even trust him to stay healthy. Yeah. So um, that's it for the Texans. It's not even worth talking about. So quickly, Nick, who is your division winner? I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, – fuck, man. This is tough because, like, it really depends on Wentz's health. Honestly. Like, do I think he's going to be around all season? I probably don't. But then again, I think about their overall team. They're a much better team than the Titans. Oh, yeah. Defense and and offense, they have the weapons still. They got one of the best rosters in the NFL. Right. Top to bottom. And their, their line is probably one of the best in the NFL. And they have a great running game, just like the, you know, the Titans. I'll go with the Colts. Okay. I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to go with the Colts and... I don't feel good about it because of Carson Wentz's uh, health history. Um, but I'm going to go with them because I think they're a much better roster than the Titans. Kind of like the 49ers situation. If the QB situation settle, yeah. look the fuck out. That yeah. team is stacked. Yeah, I got the Colts going 12-5, uh, and 11-6, depending on the health of uh, Carson Wentz. Yeah. Uh, again, um, I got the Titans going about... 11 and 6, 10 and 7. I got the Jags being probably about 5 and 12. <laughs> that's, that's actually a compliment. No cap. That's a compliment. And I probably had the Texans probably going 3 and 14. That's if, even a if compliment. That, if yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, You're being very generous. I, I am. Nice you know, I know. I mean, we yeah, trashed them for the whole yeah, show. So, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll give them a couple gifts here they and need there. They some you know optimism. I mean? You know, yeah. lift them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, but exactly. This, Posi this division, positive vibes. This this division winner situation is interesting. For me, it always came down to if Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson were coming back week one, which is looking likely. So this is a definite, this is the division winner for me. They always were. 
And the only time that I ever questioned it was when they got hurt. Yeah. The Titans' defense can be had, as yeah. Mike says. They can be had. All right? Mike says Colts win the division. If Wentz is healthy, they'll be in the AFC Championship game. I, literally, I'm feeling it, mate. I didn't go that far, but I wish he was He says no cap, of course. No, that's what he He's said? He's confident. And listen, that was in his notes? No cap, of no course? No cap, of course. <laughs> Titans will be a wild card. They can be had on the defensive side, but overall, that offense is going to be lethal. That's He's what he said. so shot. Mikey, Mikey, Mikey. Oh, man, we missed him. Lonzo let's Pauls. Let's move on to the NFC South. Yeah, you know what? Actually, uh, oh, let me double check one thing. Actually, hold, hold that thought, Nick. You missed out on your boy. Who's my boy? There's only one. And his name starts with a T and ends with a B. And the number is 12. Oh, my God. Tom Brady's card that sold for, what, $2.8 million? Oh, you, hold, you hold that, Phil. Sound this alarm. Sound it right now. It's a huge sale. Another huge card sale. Bro, that's his massive. This is wild. Another breaking fucking record, man. Let me announce this shit because it's a new record every week in the card market. I this know. is just a quick announcement, guys. Like, this is like, you know, the audience needs to hear this. Tom Brady non-numbered rookie card sold for $2.88 million. The highest sale of a non-numbered Brady rookie card ever. This same exact card sold a couple months ago. The last sale price was five times less. Wow. Than this one. That's so in a couple crazy. months, the sale price went up five times. So yeah, this card is the 2000 Playoff Contenders Tom Brady autographed. Uh, I guess it's an on-card autograph. It's not the sticker shit that you know people buy. Gem Mint 10, right? It's a PSA 10. Oh, the auto is a 10, and the card itself is a 10. So 2.88 million. That is massive. Um, but you know what this does for me? It's actually like I, th I think about his actual rookie card, his 2000 Bowman Chrome uh, Tom Brady rookie card, PSA 10. That's actually going for about 17 to 18K. I think it's a bargain. I do. Because if, if all his cards are going up in price, those cards are going to have value in the end, too. Major and that's out. his actual rookie card. Like, his real rookie card. At this point, wouldn't you just say, if you got a Tom Brady card, just fucking hold it. Just hold it. Just, just put hold it, it. Just put it in your safe. It's man. legendary. Just, yeah, he's not just, done yet. Just cool. <laughs> he ain't done yet. He <laughs> ain't no. done Hell yet. No. Nah, he's not done. So It's uh, loading, right? It's coming. <laughs> 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 no, I definitely think it's a buy. Uh... I mean, I wish I had $18,000 floating around because I would definitely buy one. Um, I could see this car doubling next year, regardless of the result. Uh, when he retires, it's literally going to be – it's it's going to be $100,000 one day. Quick. I believe it. Quick. Because I think, you know, like, I kind of go back to him and LeBron. I mean, LeBron's was kind of going for, like, 50K, like, last year, and then it kind of went back down to earth. But it's just going to keep swinging. That's that's the car, mar uh, the car market. So there you have it. There you have it. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tom Brady cards sell. If yeah. you can acquire one, you go out and you get it. Oh, absolutely. All right? But that's a perfect segue into our next segment. Actually, Phil, I, I don't mind some Sunday night football theme. I don't mind that. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Tom Brady under the lights. Yeah. Sunday night. I can see him come out of the tunnel right now. He's coming out. Fired <laughs> up. Fire the fuck up. He's cursing us off. Fire the cannons. <laughs> Fire the fucking cannons, baby. <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's go. <laughs> NFL 
NFC South. Oh man, this is perfect. Me. Perfect segue into the Bucks. Let's just start right away with the Bucks. We'll talk about division winners shortly. I mean, that's fucking obvious. Anyway, <laughs> the Buccaneers. They return literally everybody and then some. Mm-hmm. And they hit their stride. I mean, they came out cold to start the year. Once they figured it out, oh, man, it was a, it was a sight to see on both sides of the ball. I mean, man, <laughs> it's just like they're all back. The only question is, can they're they back. repeat and are they going back to the bowl? Run it back. They're going back, aren't they? I think so. I mean, you don't have to say if they're winning it unless you really want to. You you can change this pick when nah, we when we go to our final show before the season they're starts. They're gonna they're gonna win a Super Bowl. You think they're winning again? Yeah. Repeats. Yes. Damn. I don't care. I mean, who who's in the way? They had their whole team back. Kansas City. Camaraderie. No, I I, I camaraderie really matters in the NFL, and I feel like they play for each other. This is a locked divisional winner. Barring any injury, of course. Yeah. Um, they're all back, man. Like I, I think AB is gonna have a, like a, a great year, a wait, a much better year, another year in the system. Um, Mike Evans is gonna have a, another great year. Chris Godwin is looking to get paid next year, so I think he's gonna have a and he'll be big, healthier big this year. year too. Absolutely, he had a lot of uh, injuries last year. I was a fantasy owner for him myself. And it was kind of frustrating because he has potential. Yeah, because you've seen what he can do when he was uh, leading the show a little bit. I, yeah. I wouldn't say leading, but like uh, I love just, I love Scotty Miller too. Tom Brady just knows how to spread the ball around. Yeah. Oh my God! Funny note here, <laughs> Scotty Miller. I wrote down Adam Humphrey oh like the same two people. Yeah, they are. They they're like little slot guys. I don't know why I did that. That's me we're talking about. I love Scotty Miller. Listen, um, when you're up burning the midnight oil, writing these notes <laughs> down, sometimes shit happens. Yeah. Right? Uh, I ain't perfect. Their, their their tight ends are loaded. They got Gronk, OJ Howard, Cameron Braid is awesome. <laughs> uh, I don't. I think the only fantasy relevance there is probably Gronk. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, definitely. Touchdowns. Unless there's an injury or something, and then OJ Howard. I mean, it depends on who, but yeah, OJ Howard I think, always had the upside. It's a shame. I think Ronald Jones is going to actually have a, a pretty good year. Uh, I'm actually, I'm higher on Ronald Jones than I am on Fortnite. Thank you. I said that last show. Yeah. Thank you. No, I'm with you. I ain't into playoff Lenny. I ain't <laughs> into Super Bowl Lenny. Super Bowl Lenny. All right. No, he's going to have his games, but I think Ronald Jones is the better overall player. I've been a Dalvin Cook guy since day one. I'm sticking <laughs> to it. Lenny ain't for me. All Super right? Super Bowl Lenny. But he's okay. He's all right. Lenny. I mean, he's... he's, 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 he's <laughs> that might have to be the episode name. <laughs> Look after Lenny. <laughs> Lombardi Lenny. Here comes Lenny. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, they're locked to win the NFC South. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not even a question for me. We already touched uh, on Brady being a top 10 option. Uh, Mike had him in the top five. Jones, yeah. I like his fantasy relevance better in this case. I think he will be the better back, but they will be sharing. He'll be a spot star. Um, so he'll be like a top 20, top 25 back instead mm -hmm. of what he would be if, if Lenny wasn't getting touches. Lenny. And it'll be good for both of them because they have durability issues. So... Um, Godwin and Evans, it's tough to to pick between them. The talent is obviously there. They'll probably be top 25 options. They just won't have the volume to go up higher. They have the potential because they're just so good. Antonio Brown, for me, is one of my favorite sleepers. I literally drafted him in all my leagues last year, and I put him on the IR. Yeah. Uh, 
because I don't know why they allowed me to do that. Uh, the IR was working. He's intriguing because he, he plays is. a slot. He plays the outside. What the fuck out? This Brady was the best receiver in the, the in the league two years yeah. ago, and he still looked like he had it. No, he's he just wasn't cooking. getting the volume. Yeah. And he I, should be cooking. I was watching some videos of him in mini camp or uh, training camp. Sorry, and uh, he's been cooking these these uh, DBs. Listen, bro, my reputation's at stake. Last year, I was saying it. I said while he was uh, not even on a team that he's the best in the league still. I'm not gonna stray away too far from that. I'm not gonna say he's the best receiver in the league right now because that just wouldn't be fair. But this man can still play. So wait, do you think he's the best receiver on this team? I would not be surprised in the slightest wow. if he finished first on this team. I, I'm not going to put that on paper, but just don't be surprised if it happens. Okay. I'm no not surprised. I won't be surprised. I, mean, I like his upside him? this year. No, I agree with you. I think Antonio Brown's going to have a great year. he's got the connection with Brady. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, he, he could be one of those massive value picks. You don't have to pay a premium to get him. Yeah. So to me, it's just like, if I hear the words, oh, he might be top 30, top 25, given his price tag, I'm investing the hell out of it. No, I agree with you on that. He I'm, could still I'm play. You. Yeah. And listen, I mean, all the other shit aside, like, look, he looks like he got his life back together. Um, he had a rough little patch there. And, I, like, I hope he figures it out. I love watching him play. He got in a fight against the uh, Titans DB in practice. Yeah. Straight up socked I mean, him. But look, that shit, like, it's going to get overlooked. I mean, not overlooked. It's going to get read into too much because it's AB. Ex yeah. But His reputation. What? Everybody exactly. fights. Right. Everybody fights in the f in fucking training camp. This is Nah, I'm, I'm with you. Let's move on to the Saints, though. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. I we think the Bucks about, were already covered. Yeah, we talked about their fantasy value. That's really the only subject. Yeah. So let's go on to the Saints. The Saints come marching in. Jameis Winston's in town. <laughs> Get your crab legs, right? <laughs> Eat them W's. Oh you got a lot of W's this year, right? I'm sorry, Jameis. You Fucking ain't going to be shot out. <laughs> Listen, let me just, you know what? We've been straight shooting with this division. They ain't going to be eating a lot of W's this year, in my opinion. The hell no, they ain't. There's a lot of people that still have in the playoffs. I don't see hmm. how you could justify that right I now hope, with I no Michael Powell's Thomas. Is, I hope Powell's is not one of those teams. No, Or one of those guys so. that thinks that. I mean, I can bring up his notes real quick. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he included the Saints in the playoffs. No. Okay. That's a clear cut. He's smart, Bucks. He's a smart guy. Yeah, but, um, so the obvious interesting situation there is the QB battle. Drew Brees retired finally. Um, we don't know what's going to happen, and a wide receiver depth is a major question mark. Michael Thomas might miss a lot of time. He might be back week one. We don't know yet. The defense and O-line have always been stout. They still are. Um, so that is the question. Like, are they are they a playoff team? Which all three of us have said already on record, no. So who do you think is winning the QB battle? If you had to pick right now, and who puts a team in a better position to win? Follow-up question right there. I think Jameis Winston's going to win the job. Uh, but I think he might lose his job to Taysom Hill later down the season. I think Taysom Hill is probably the best option for them now. Like he gives them a spark. Like when I watched him last year, like and he played, he was actually very, very good. He he's could exciting. run the football. He's yeah, I, I he's just an he's just a football player. 
And I think his teammates, you know, respect him. They all buy in, man. Yes, they they buy in. He's like, paid his dues in this league. Like Jameis Winston's corny to me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like his speeches are fucking corny. He's just not a good player. Like he's by, just not. I mean, by he's, all accounts, they say they like him and stuff, but man, Taysom's been there for much longer. I mean, we'll see. I if you asked me right now, I'd handicap it and say Jameis is the favorite. Yeah. No, but I agree to with me, that. the reason why he would win the job is not just uh, because they want to see if he can do it, and he's a traditional pocket passer, but also Taysom Hill might need to play some snaps at wide receiver yeah, and tight end. For real. Yeah, I think the only fantasy option for me, like, uh, you know, obviously barring injury with Michael Thomas, his availability, I think it's Alvin Kamara. Clear um, cut. But if, if I have Alvin Kamara, I'm definitely handcuffing uh I'm getting the handcuff in Latavius Murray because Latavius Murray could play. He can. And he should probably be drafted late rounds just because he gets enough work too, yeah. not just because he's a handcuff. And if Kamara, uh, I'm yeah. not about that handcuff shit. I am not till playoff time. I don't. I don't waste a draft pick on that unless it's a really deep league. In a I, ten I, team league. I do to protect my investment. Like in a ten in a ten team league, you can't justify that with me unless like there's nothing else available. No, no, no. I, I'm in like twelve. 14 yeah, 12, team 14 so range. you gotta you gotta protect and, your investment and given that he actually gets playing time yeah like he can still produce Lat even Pacillo. On... <laughs> yo he is good i'm he, serious latavius murray so can produce there's like a handful of backs in the league where you give him 10 touches at a change of pace and they actually will do something like yeah. kareem hunt latavius murray they're guys that can have value despite being backups mm -hmm. alvin kamara clear-cut top four option at this point Wow, top four. I mean, that's where he's going. Yeah, I mean, I, top I probably five agree is a lock. You. He was I, number one last year. I'm scared though, man, because I feel like a lot of teams could crowd the box because they don't have that actual quarterback. But the reasoning is because if we're talking PPR, he's going to get those dump ball passes. Granted, the number of dump ball passes dropped when Breeze wasn't in the lineup. That's something to monitor. But I think Sean Payton will always find a way to get these guys involved. Yeah. Um. So. Alvin Kamara is just a special talent, set it and forget it guy, top five option for sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but Michael Thomas, I mean, I think he's uh, he's definitely an option to look at, but I don't think he's going to be a top ten wide receiver. He's like going high right now, by the way. Which drafts. I'm surprised about. Slam I don't understand it. Slamboy Thomas. <laughs> I don't want any part of that situation. Uh, maybe he's a trade target for me. Like if I'm looking through teams and they're like, ah, oh, I'm sick of waiting for this guy. Like week five comes around, I'm like oh, I'll I'll get him for my bench and maybe he'll start for me in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm not. He's not. He's not but, one of my targets. Um, at fantasy all. value though, I'm ignoring all those receivers. You got Traquan Smith, Marquez Callaway, Ty Montgomery is back at receiver again. Yeah. Um, Adam Troutman's the tight end. Like I want nothing to do with this shit, and it's a shame because when Thomas is in the lineup, maybe it makes it a little bit more interesting. Like maybe Traquan Smith can sneak in there as a wide receiver four. You know, um, otherwise, though, until he does return, the only other player besides Alvin Kamara and a tiny bit of Latavius Murray that I would be interested in is if Taysom Hill got the job. I mean, he was a top 10 fantasy option when he was quarterbacking. Well, that's because he because was... Because of the legs. Yeah. And, I mean, the passive production was kind of there. He was putting up stats. I might have it in front of me. Um, he was actually like a tight end option in the uh, ESPN. Yeah, that whole thing definitely caused a lot yeah, of fights. That was um, massive. It did in a few of my leagues. 
and a couple of them it didn't, and I did have them at tight end and one. I'm like, all right, listen, I was the one who was smart and went out and got him, so I followed the rules. ESPN says he's eligible, he's playing. Yeah. That's how it is. And Jameis Winston's prices are fucking crazy, too. His 2015 Panini uh, Prism base is going for 230 Like, I, I, I'm I'm selling that. Yeah. I think it's going to tank. I think it's going to tank to like about like fifty, sixty dollars by the end of the year. Yo, but he's I, I'm not a, I'm not a big believer in Winston. I don't think he's going to you know take that team anywhere. Yeah. So like I feel like his success, his card market is you know predicated on t uh, team success. I'm out. I'm I don't out on that. I'm out on that. So I, I would At sell. At that cost, especially. I would I sell. Know. I would sell on him. But I want to point out one thing before we move on from this team. Um, so Taysom Hill last year, there were only six QBs who scored more fantasy points during his stretch as a starting quarterback, which was four starts, okay? Mm -hmm. Only six QBs scored more fantasy points. He was a top 13 option in all four weeks. So he has a legitimate QB1 upside in fantasy if he does start. Just saying. Just because of his I mean, ability to run the football. And it, it matters. It matters, right? Yeah. So there's he does that. He does vulture a lot of uh, Kamara's touchdowns, too. He I does. Mean, that sucks. He had eight me. rushing touchdowns last year. I mean, that's something. Yeah. That's something to keep an eye on. you got to see how this quarterback situation breaks. Um, Nick, you did just talk about the Jameis Winston card. Mm -hmm. So we're going to move on to the Atlanta Falcons. And this is another one that's pretty cut and dry. Uh, we got two more teams left before we end this episode. So we're on a pretty good pace tonight. All right? The Atlanta Falcons... Julio trade, number one storyline. Kyle Pitts, another storyline. Pick him at number four. They opted to not draft a QB there. Um, Mike Davis is now their starting running back. That's always been a shaky run game recently. The defense is still kind of shaky. I know they got Deion Jones, but not much after that. Uh, new head coach in Arthur Smith, who does know how to get the most out of an offense. Look at what the Titans did. Look at what it did for Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. We need Mike for that, man. Yeah, we do, man. But, I mean, that's the storyline. So, let's go right into it. Uh, Matt Ryan, I mentioned as a fringe top 10 option based on volume alone, but also I, I want to make that Arthur Smith note, Smith note because that, that could mean something there. And they still do have some skill talent. The offensive line is, is pretty good. It's not great. It's good, though. Um, and they're going to be throwing a ton. They're going to be That's losing. their M.O. Like, they're, they're going to be behind in games. They were a competitive team last year, though, with all the issues on that roster. They were in a, a number of one-score games. They blew a lot of leads, too, which <laughs> like that's they're the known for that. That was Dallas's only win in yeah. the first four games. That was Atlanta winning by, well, they were up by, like, three touchdowns. Dude, that, that was, was literally insane. That was Dallas's only win in their first four. They Everyone seems to forget. They're yeah. like, oh, Dak's coming back. We're going to win. Yeah. They were <laughs> one and three, and they were ass with Dak in the lineup. Sorry. Had to point that out. I always have to <laughs> Shit on throw, that throw shade when I can. Um, so, Matt Ryan could be one of those guys where it's like, he's actually a valuable backup quarterback, possible yeah. starter. It depends. We'll see. Would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, he's always put up good stats his whole career. He's a compiler. Uh, stat compiler. Yeah. I, 4,000 yards, 25 touchdowns, and uh, they come in bunches sometimes. The loss of Julio hurts him, but he didn't have Julio last year, and I think Matt Ryan had a pretty decent year. Yeah. And then they have Kyle Pitts, and then, you know, they have Calvin Ridley. I think he's, a, like, a legitimately wide receiver one. 
this is a guy who should be top 10. And this is another guy we'll talk about, I'm sure, yeah. in the rankings. Oh, uh, sure. But top five potential. He was right around there all year last year till he got hurt. And I think he still finished top five. I like Mike Davis a lot. Uh, I think he could run the football. Um, I'm not, I don't know about like where he stands as, you know, in terms of rankings yet. I'll but... go 25 to 30 range. But based on volume and volume alone, if he stays healthy, maybe he can go top 20. Well, I think he's got a lot of upside out, then. If you, like... if you have him in the 25, 30 range, he's got a lot of upside. I think he's going to be drafted too high. Probably. So that's like, to me, it's like the volume's going to be there and volume's always king and he's going to have, you know, goal line carries. I just worry about them. They just don't run the ball enough anyway. Yeah, And that's another thing too. I just worry about their ability to stay in the games, you know, for them to run the football. I mean, they're usually behind in in games where they're always playing catch up. And then that's why you have Matt Ryan's stats. You know, he's throwing for 4,000 yards and stuff like that. I mean, the team is always dog shit pretty much. Um, but they have they have good pieces. I think Calvin Ridley's a you know definitely a uh, legit wide receiver. Yeah, like, you're gonna have to pay up one. this year if you want him. Yeah, he was I going mean, around three four. Now you're gonna have to pay. I'm him. not sure if you saw that clip of him cooking uh, Xavier Howard <laughs> on that on that one on one. Oh, quick feet eat. Yeah, like he That's he cooked true. him straight up. And then Russell Gage too is definitely in, uh, an intriguing option as well. Yeah, keep an eye. I mean, he he could wind up being a wide receiver three because they throw a lot. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they got Hayden Hurst in there still. He might be like a streamer week to week. If something happens to Kyle Pitts, he'll be relevant again. Mm -hmm. But Kyle Pitts, we already said, all three of us had him in our top five. Um, I had a number four over Mark Andrews. I'm standing with it. Um, That's pretty much it for the Falcons, though. They're like a fantasy team. They're not a real team, really. They're like, their offense has has some relevance in fantasy. So, pretty clear cut. Let's move on. We're ending it with the Panthers, and they're interesting. They're interesting this year mm-hmm. because, I mean, well, first of all, everywhere Matt Rule's gone, year two has been phenomenal every single year. So I expect them to be competitive this year. They might be a surprise team even. I'm not even going to rule that out because they got some pieces there. I like what they did drafting J.C. Horn on defense. They got Jeremy Chin last year. They got Brian Burns already there. They got some stud linebackers. They got Shaq Thompson. Um, so they got pieces there. The offense, though, Christian McCaffrey, he's back. No, he's definitely Look back. Look the fuck out. Yeah, he's They trade definitely... for Sam Donald, which, I mean, considering where they were in the draft, the eighth pick, they weren't sure if they were going to get one of the top guys, and they felt safe going with Donald and his upside. And listen, if he does well, they got him cheap right now, and they'll probably be able to extend him fairly cheap. Yeah. Um, in, co- in comparison to what would have happened if he broke out with the Jets. And, I mean, it, it's interesting. The whole the whole trade wrinkle kind of makes me think that he could be a a uh, value kind of guy as a signing. He might get that, like, low-end money as a QB. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I actually think Carolina's got the, the ability and the team to be the second-best team in, in this division. They this could. Year. Weirdly, I kind of feel that they will be. Like, I think that they'll be competitive. You know, I like Darnold. I, I, that's why, like, I really like Darnold. I think he's got a lot of upside. Christian McCaffrey, he's he's like probably one of the best running backs in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Robbie Anderson, I love. I he love had a great Robbie. year last Shout year. Shout out Temple University. To you, they baby. Got a lot of TU staff over there. DJ Moore T- is good. You, baby. Absolutely. You get that on camera, Phil? <laughs> to you. 
<laughs> All right, don't forget that shit. They got a lot of temple people. There. DJ Moore is a, a definitely a great fantasy option as well. Like I actually like their uh their core. Yo, and they um, drafted Terrace Marshall. Yeah. Who can play? Yo, he can play. Um He's going to be a stud. I think right away. I like I like their team. I you know and, and like you mentioned the JC Horn pick, like I actually really like that. I think I he's going to be a fucking nice corner for them. I loved it. For years to come. So um, I'm I'm big on the Panthers this year. I like Matt Rule as a coach as well. Um, and yeah, I, I think they might be second in the division. I, I really Crazy like, enough. I like, I even like their offense. I mean, CMC, man, he should probably wind up, he's going to probably wind up going number one in all drafts. PPR, it's like pretty clear cut. I mean, you should consider Dalvin and Kamara in a PPR draft because you have to. They've, yeah. They've, They've been putting up those numbers too. I think CMC is a lock for number CMC one. CMC will probably go number one ADP. Yeah. Um, but non PPR, I still kind of lean that direction right now. I think you'll see in my rankings whether or not I change my mind. Um, but non PPR, I kind of still feel like he's number one. But th that's a situation where you got to consider Derrick Henry and, um, you know, so obvious value there. And he could have 2,000 total yards. Sam Darnold, though, interesting. I mean, listen, he's got he's got the surrounding pieces. He could wind up in the top 10 also. He's one of those guys that was, like, right on that border. If he, if he hits, if he lives up to his potential, he could be a top 10 quarterback in fantasy. Uh, it's top, possible. A top 10 quarterback? Because he's had moments, I Nick, where... Think. He's had moments where he's had some real fantasy relevance. Two years ago, he was one of those guys that against certain teams, like there were there were some times when the Jets had like four or five easy matchups in a row, and he was a set and forget for me in one league. I had him in there because I had a quarterback injury, and he literally won me all four of those weeks. He well, it stuck. depends. He might see ghosts in a couple of weeks. You, you never know. know. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but anything's better than that situation he oh, was in. God. And Robbie, yeah. I think Robbie was like the, the breaking news of um, fantasy football last year. It was the year. coming out party for he him. He was an elite fantasy receiver last year. He yeah. was leading the NFL in receiving yards for a number of weeks. I agree. Kid can play. He's got burners, yeah. bro. And he can run routes now, too. Yeah, He's not I, a one-trick pony. Like, I like their their team. And I think they got a nice, you know, young core. I think they're going to be very competitive this year. And um, So you might have two top 20 receivers right there. Mm -hmm. And you got sleeper value in Terrace Marshall. And Dan Arnold, by the way... I'm just going to throw this out there that they went out of their way to sign him. Uh, he got mentioned a few times when he's with the Cardinals as a possible sleeper. Mm -hmm. He's going to be used. Okay. He might be a sleeper tight end, but that's like ultra, ultra sleeper shit. Yeah. Deep league sleeper right now. So keep an eye. This is, this is the Panthers. Um, good luck to Matt rule. I used to work there too. In case people didn't know that that was, uh, I was in football operations with them for a year and Matt rule was a coach. So I root for them. That's my those are my guys over there. Yeah. I root for them. So Temple they products. Might, they might be a surprise team. We're all Temple products here. You, me, and Phil. We, yeah. Mike is, you know, we can call him Temple. He is Temple. You know, he yeah. So, Mike's Temple too. But shut up, Pauls. Yeah, so that's where it's at. Uh clear cut division winner. Bucks. Bucks. The Bucks, the Bucks, the Bucks. I got the Bucks. Um, I think the Panthers and the Saints could be battling out for the second spot in division. Yeah. Um, and and I got the Falcons probably last. Panthers like ultra dark horse wild card for me, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. Next year though, look out. It yeah, all depends year. on Sam Donald. It really does. That whole situation. That's what they're hoping. If he can play, 
They don't need to draft a quarterback. And they're set. Yeah. So and I, I already said, I'm on record. I've said to Jets fans before, I think he could play. I just didn't like the surrounding circumstances. Yeah, I didn't either. I, I mean, they I didn't saw. give him any help. They had no Shout offensive line. Shout out E. I, I tried to talk him off that ledge. He I had said, no Garner offensive line. He had bit. no help. And then, you know, it's funny. He's actually back with Robbie Anderson. So I'm kind of curious to see how yeah. that's going to work Instant out. It's chemistry. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this team. They're going to be very intriguing. And, like, I was one of those guys. I want to remind everyone before we, we end the show that I didn't like Donald coming out of the draft. So when a guy surprises me... Like, I got to give props. Yeah. So, but that's our show tonight, guys. Yeah, Double division show. All right. Next week, top 10 running backs and receivers. We don't know which night is which, but we got. Uh, but stay tuned, though. We got some more divisions to cover. We're not covering the NFC East. That'll be on our last show because you saved the best for last. Absolutely. Uh, but we'll have divisions next week. Um, I believe it's the AFC North and NFC North. So, these are big time divisions. And uh yeah. And what we'll have one live stream on Monday. And the second show is gonna be a recording. It'll come out on Friday. Same as usual. All right. We're almost there. Less than two weeks for football. I can't wait. I came with the football season. September 9th is best. around the corner. Let's go, man. Bucks Cowboys. I almost said cowgirls. I gave them a little bit of respect. Wow. But they're gonna be they're gonna be schooled on that Thursday night opener. We'll All see. right. That's how we're gonna end the show. Nick, take it away. Guys, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Also give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we'll see you guys Monday night at P and I live stream, baby.